the Ying Yang Twins were awesome too. Mike Jones was awesome. The tacos, not so much. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 712 Wisconsin's Morning News. Big week in New York City, the United Nations General Assembly. The world leaders from all over the planet converge. Some world leaders. Yes, not everybody's we'll invited. We'll get to that in a second. Wouldn't it be cool to go to the UN? Like I, that would be just awesome to be inside that place. Like just, just as a spectator, yeah, you want to be just, invited to address. Well, both. <laughs> read your read from your manifesto. We may we may not be addressing anyone today, but President Biden will deliver remarks at the opening of the UN General Assembly today with Ukraine foremost on his mind. The annual meeting of the UN General Assembly begins with President Biden and Ukraine's president set to take the podium at a troubled time in the world as it faces the highest number of violent conflicts since 1945, beset by the consequences of Russia's 2022 invasion of Ukraine and the related spike in food prices. So yeah, Zelensky will also be speaking, the Ukrainian president, uh, Zelensky and Biden will meet later this week as well at the White House. Here's what's interesting about this. The number of world leaders not going has the relevancy disappeared for the UN. Russian President Vladimir Putin, okay, no shock there that he's not going. The Chinese he can't president, go anywhere because he might yeah. get arrested for war crimes. Correct. Xi Jinping, he's not going either. So no shock there. However, France President Emmanuel Macron isn't going. He's the taking British, a pass. He always likes these. British Prime Minister is not going. The India Prime Minister is not going. In fact, you want to guess what Macron's scheduling conflict is? He is hosting King Charles in Paris this week. Come on. Can't push that. And again, <laughs> what? And who schedules it? You know what? Okay. Okay, your highness. Yeah, we know we need to get you some FaceTime. Where, where can we squeeze you in? This UN thing, we don't have to do that. <laughs> right? So Britain, you can come that way, week. Uh, Britain Prime Minister, they're not saying why he's missing. And uh, both countries will be represented, of course. They got the delegation of you know, ministers. They got ambassadors, whatnot. But the world leaders aren't going. So there's actually some experts and analysts out there saying that these world leaders skipping the U.N. is risking weakening the institution moving forward if it's not already weakened. I think another thing to watch is in the same room. So, no, Russian President Vladimir Putin is not going to be there, but someone in his place will attend the U.N. Security Council meeting, as will Zelensky from Ukraine. It'll be great. In the same room. Prigozhin walks in there, like just out of nowhere. <laughs> he's he's gone. He's no longer. I was going to say he's not still. No. Seven fifteen on Wisconsin's Morning News. Sports brought to you by Wisconsin Harley Davidson in Oconomowoc, your destination dealer. Brew October on WTMJ is presented by Network Health, Delta Dental, and Annex Wealth Management. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers dropped game 104 to the St. Louis Cardinals on Monday night. This one by a final score of 1-0 with the loss. And the Cubs idle the Brewers' magic number to clinch the National League Central Division remains at 7. Brewers cards game 2 tonight from St. Louis. Coverage getting underway right here on WTMJ beginning at 6-10. To college football, where Michigan State University informed head, co- head football coach Mel Tucker in a letter Monday of the school's intent to terminate his contract for cause, citing, quote, a body of undisclosed evidence of misconduct that warrants 
determination. And lastly, the Packers are prepping for their Week 3 home opener at Lambeau Field against the undefeated New Orleans Saints after they won on Monday night against the Carolina Panthers. Pro Bowl left guard Elton Jenkins will reportedly miss some time with his, what is being called an MCL sprain in his left knee. He suffered that in the second quarter of the Week 2 loss in Atlanta. Jenkins will have an MRI this week to determine the severity of that injury. Hey, you know who was at that tacos and tequila thing that's widely been painted oh, as a disaster? in Franklin at The Rock? <laughs> Ms. Nansky. <laughs> and we got him live next. So we'll talk about weather. We do have some showers moving into the area, so we'll cover that with Niz, as well as his escapade at tacos and tequila. Here, here's a tease. There weren't that many tacos or tequila for <laughs> Niz. That's next. Tequila. Stone Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Brian Nansky <laughs> live with us on the line this morning. I can't start with that because we do have weather. So let's do weather first. Okay, sure. Uh, I, see, these, I hear the tequila music. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So you're queued up. You're ready. How about the showers this morning, Is Everybody going to see this or is it falling apart? You know, so I think we're, we're staring at a large area of rain that's moving through Madison. Now, I do think, uh, especially from Milwaukee to the south, we're going to get in on some of this action. However, I do think it will have a diminishing trend, and I think the heaviest stuff is going to kind of shift its way into northern Illinois. So uh, we'll just say chance of showers uh, for the most part. Better chances the farther south you go. And I think the chances start to increase in the metro Milwaukee area. I'd give it about 45 minutes to an hour, and we'll start to see some of this stuff moving in. All right, so I want to ask you about something. You and your lovely wife, Julie, I saw the picture you posted. We're at the Tacos and Tequila Fest this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I didn't get an invite. We were right next door. You know, that's my neck of the woods. I don't know. <laughs> you didn't strike me as a Petey Pablo guy. Yeah, I never yeah. heard. <laughs> Could have done without it. But uh, <laughs> by many accounts, it was, folks are saying it was a disaster. Long lines, running out of food, chaos. operations. Not great. It depends. I think it depends on, you know, your experience. I wouldn't go as far as a disaster for me. Now, I did pay a little bit more to be part of the VIP package or whatever, which which got us. Well, I was pumped for this, to be honest with you. I was ready to go. This is like right in my wheelhouse of like college days. You know, all these performers. Take me back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was all in, so I, I talked to the missus. We went all in. So our line was a lot better than the general admission line. But to be honest with you, that general admission line was like all the way to Muskego when we showed up. <laughs> it, it, yeah. it, it was. It was crazy. So that was the first thing. Um, their statement they made on Facebook, I think Social House Entertainment, um, you know, I still had a great time. I just felt like it kind of lacked a little bit of empathy and it put blame, past blame onto the easy one. This really yeah, kind of set me off a little bit. Yeah, the, the weatherman. Weather Here, I'll read, yeah. I'll read part of the apology. Quote, we faced unexpected severe weather, which rather complicated or further complicated the event's yeah. logistics. Yeah, and, and honestly, like, um, the weather was expected, 100%. And, I mean, it was, there was nothing that was unexpected about the rain. And technically, there was nothing severe. Now, with that said, I am glad they took the measures that they took, the, the postponing, the try to get the people off the field and stuff. That I'm all good with. But the lines were already enormously large, and they were already facing issues well before the rain even started. So I don't know, passing the blame on the weather, whether, whether it was expected or not, um, I think kind of was a cop out, you know, with well, with 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 things. What was the issue, Niz? Was it just a matter of not enough people to handle the demand and the tickets that were coming through? 
I think so. I mean, I don't know specifically. Um, our gate was fine, but the general admission gate was about the same size as what we went through, but had obviously a ton more people Did to you get it. So tacos? I don't know. All right, yeah. So we finally got our first taco at about eleven o'clock at night. Well, maybe about ten o'clock at night. And you came hungry, right? It's tacos yeah, is the headliner. We needed it. And get this, guys. So it's towards the tail end, and it's Julie and I, and we're 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 feeling pretty good, right? So okay. we finally get our tacos, and I got my two plates of tacos. I'm pumped, but at the same time, I'm trying to reorder an Uber that had canceled on us, um, and we're pretty. Pretty much going to be stranded uh, in Franklin. So I put my plate of tacos on the generator that's attached to the food truck. And as I'm trying to figure out, like the tacos, the vibration from the generator (laughs) knocked my taco plate onto the ground. (laughs) So so I got no tacos and I had to share one of Julie's. It was bad. I think I would have eaten them either way. Did you have to go home and eat then? Uh, so finally, buddy of mine, Jose, who he we went with, got his neighbor who was sober to come and get us. He lives close to Franklin. So we finally made it out of there and made a frozen pizza at his place. It was amazing. Nice. I'm, I know Jose. I'm glad his neighbor was sober. <laughs> He's a college me. kid who was in town visiting the parents. Yeah. <laughs> he talked her into coming to get us. We were right. safe. It was don't, a good time, guys. Don't blame the weatherman. Oh, I love this song, too. Petey. Love it. Ying Yang Twins were awesome, too. Mike Jones was awesome. The tacos, not so much. See you, guys. Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Isnanski. 727. Later. Brewers Manager Craig Council, our guest on Brewers 360. That's coming your way at 745. An uninvited guest wandered into Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom Park on Monday. A black bear. Spotted wandering near the amusements. It was ended up on the park grounds. It ended up causing issues, closing rides. And the most unique part about it was it was in Frontierland. So this is where the so Bears Jamboree yeah. is located. So this was a real, like an actual bear was loose? Yes. That is amazing. I love that. <laughs> what did I hear over there? It's cocaine bear. Cocaine. <laughs> it's a little cocaine bear, actually. So, yeah, they were a little surprised at it. No one uh, was uh, expecting to see a real bear. Uh, when I read about it, I was just like, wow, bear. <laughs> That's crazy. So they had to close some things down. Here's the part that makes me laugh, though, is what the expectation level is. But hopefully, I mean, you know, Disney's like, well, know, we'll comp- compensate <laughs> you somehow. I mean, free ice cream. Yeah, no, I don't think Disney's going to do anything for you, but... That would do it for you, though? Free ice cream? Listen, we're sorry about the bear. That would suck, though, if you... Here's a Mickey Pop. If you spend all that time and all that money to go down there and then half the rides are shut down because of some feral bear that wanders through. There is that. Honestly, the Disney way, though, like, they're kind of a... What do we need to do to make this right Yeah, for you? On a mass level like that, though? I like how the first thing you thought of was of one bear in particular. Bear, yeah. right. 7.38 on Wisconsin's Morning News. News is sponsored by Annex Wealth Management's Money Tonk. That's heard Saturdays at 10 right here on WTMJ. Seven forty three, Wisconsin's Morning News. This Tuesday morning... I- do I have to talk about the government shutdown? 
yet? No. Well, how many days out are we? 11. It's a lot of time. Right? Again, again with this. Like, the, you know, if you turn on the network shows and they've got it all, it's time. You know, hey, government could shut down. The clock what are the is th- ticking. Just one week. Next week, if we're still without uh, an agreement on funding the government, seven days from now, that gives us inside, what, three, four days? I'd say go even longer than that. Give me 48 hours. Then we'll talk. Yeah, or maybe 24. Why listen to these guys? They're, all they're going to say is a bunch of nothing. Right. And at this point, no it's posture, just posturing. Yes. Right. Exactly. Until Don't need it to gets, hear their saber rattling. Gets down to critical mass. Something will get done before then, or even if it won't. Right. I mean, it's not without precedent. The government has shut down this before is true. for whatever effect that has. But strongly worded statements and strongly yes. worded sound bites. <laughs> That's all we're going right. to hear for the next 11 days. All right. Fine. Seven day ban, at least. All right. We will not discuss on this program the potential government shutdown for at least one week. You promise? I, <laughs> no. 744, Brewers Manager Craig Council next on Brewers 360. Brew October on WTMJ is presented by Network Health, Delta Dental, and Annex Wealth Management. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers dropped Game 104 to the St. Louis Cardinals on Monday night by a final of 1-2-0. With the loss and the Cubs idle, the Brewers' magic number to clinch the National League Central Division remains at 7. Brewers cards Game 2 tonight from St. Louis. Coverage getting underway right here on WTMJ beginning at 6-10. 360 is sponsored by Outdoor Living Unlimited. On Tuesdays, we talk to the skipper. Brewers manager Craig Council is with us live from St. Louis this morning. Morning, Craig. Good morning. Hey, I know it's not your end of the business, but uh, we had big news in Milwaukee and Wisconsin yesterday. There's movement on the stadium funding package for American Family Field. Uh, Like me, you were just a kid who grew up in County Stadium and also remember that whole debate about building then Miller Park. The fact that there's movement on this and it might mean a long-term future for the Brewers in Milwaukee, you got to feel good about that. Absolutely. Um, you know, these these are complicated issues for sure, and um, I think everybody I think everybody wants the same thing. It's and sometimes uh, it just takes a while to get there. And hopefully, yesterday was a step in the right direction. In talking with your players, Craig, does the ballpark matter? When you're talking about guys buying in or being happy where they are or maybe even in free agent acquisitions, things like that, does does the venue that they play in, does the clubhouse, all of those things, does that matter to the guys? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the most important thing is the, you know, the clubhouse, probably no, but I do think the venue, the, the, the fact that there's a roof, um, you know, in Wisconsin, uh, what, what that does to bring fans to the park, that matters. I mean, we one thing that we've always, that I think the Brewers had going for us for the last decade or so is just the, the support um, from the fans and the attendance and the number of people at the games. And that means, like, atmosphere in the ballpark. That's what players love. Players love atmosphere in the park. Um, and I, I think, you know, you were there last weekend, you know, you, on, on uh, Saturday night, you know, you definitely saw it. So that's uh, number one. And I think uh, us having a, a, a nice facility with a roof, you know, and so there's, we know that there's going to be a game every night without a delay. That's, that's pretty important. Brewers manager Craig Council with us on Wisconsin's Morning News. Hey, 
great segue into what we saw yesterday in St. Louis. And uh, I know the, the Cards and Wainwright got the best of the crew again last night. However, to see empty seats, seats at Newbush Stadium in St. Louis in September, that was never, really an odd sight for me. It never happens. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, that's, you know, fans want, you know, winning product for sure. And that's, that's part of it as well. We know that. And that's, it absolutely should be that way. Um, that, that should be a demand that fans make. So, um, you know, it was a little different there. I was certainly, Adam Wainwright was, uh, you know, going after a, a big round number and an important number in baseball history. And uh, I, I was expecting a lot more people there actually. Um, you know, it's just, but I think the the record of the team probably is, uh, you know, means means a little more. Did you say anything to Adam? Like, hey, come on, Wayne, right? Come we on, not, man. You're officially done now, right? <laughs> no, no. He look, he pitched really well, and and he had a great night, and uh, he he deserves to celebrate it. A couple cool defensive plays as well. Of course, Sal Freelix catch in center field last night, and then Carlos Santana with the ball stuck in his glove and the toss over to first. That was that was special. Yeah, Sal's play was. Um, you know, he he's had a couple of those. He had one in New York uh, last weekend or two weekends ago, and then the one yesterday. So that um, those are fun to watch, man. I mean, I think everybody gets on board with somebody going full effort with a with a wall right in front of you, man. That's that's uh something special. Brewers magic number is at seven, six ten coverage time right here on WTMJ from St. Louis. Thanks, Craig. You got it guys, take care. Ten minutes before eight o'clock. Mark Tauscher next on Wisconsin's morning news. Idea man. You remember when Sammy Sosa yeah. missed games because he sneezed. Innovative. I can't ever imagine having to go into our trainer's office and say Hey, I can't practice today. I sneeze too hard. So I do the triple, I, I sneeze in small increments. And Packers Hall of Famer. That was kind of the catalyst for me always. The way I've changed my sneezing pattern was because of Sammy Sosa's injury. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Mark Tausch here on Wisconsin's Morning News. Sponsored by your Southeast Wisconsin Chevy dealers. So Tausch, I did a thing this weekend. I don't know if you... Have any thoughts on the wisdom of this as well? My buddy from the Milwaukee Business Journal, Mark Cass, and I entered a pickleball tournament. Okay. So, uh, so Vinny, uh, before, okay, go how ahead. Do, do you guys rank it? How do you get? How do you know which level to play at when you join these tournaments? So, great question. They had, and now this wasn't like a professional pickleball association tournament or whatever. Uh, the Palms team at my high school, my kids' high school in Greendale, was holding a fundraiser. And so your entry fee went to support the Palms. And so either way, it was going to be a winning day. But it did attract pickleballers from around the area. So it wasn't just local dads and stuff. It was clearly people who do pickleball. Like, I felt like when we walked up, I play pickleball. Some of these dudes were pickleball players. You know what I mean? (laughs) And there's a difference. There's definitely a difference. Right. So yeah, so it's basically just they, they throw everybody together. They're not like saying, well, you're a 4-5, you're a full row. Right. It's it wasn't, open competition just for fun. It wasn't rated Tausch, but they had like beginner, intermediate, and advanced. So what were you guys? So, uh, did, well, <laughs> so we threw in as you, advanced. Oh, God. <laughs> Get the horn All ready. Right. <laughs> we, we found the first problem. Okay, fair enough. So, yeah, we roll up, and uh, we were in a few of the games. So it was pool play for the first round. You play three three 
And it was only one game. So you play three games. And then the top performers in that pool move on to play the top performers in the other pool in sort of a semifinal final. I don't think we won a game. And I can honestly tell you, I can't remember whether we won our last or not. I felt like I just got boat raced all afternoon. So how does that work? So you get your brakes beat in, and you could kind of tell when you were – anytime you preface it by saying – it was for a good cause, and we're going to have a fun day anyways. Yeah. I knew you didn't win a match. Like That was baked into the cake. That There was nothing going on. But I have never played in a professional uh, tournament. Is it the job of whomever, when you're making line calls, any controversial line calls, any squawking, or was it pretty everybody on the up and up? No, everything was good. Um, we didn't run into any guys who were snippy anyway. Um, and there was... They had an official because they're ahead ten to one, right? But that's was, another thing. There was an official races. at every at every uh, spot on every court, but oh, okay. He or she was not calling lines and probably wasn't there really interested in resolving disputes. These were volunteers, <laughs> right? So, but you know, we mm-hmm. called our own lines. There was no controversy, and um, it was it was good guys and good competition. I, in deference to Cass, Cass was worried I was going to make it sound worse than it was. We were in a number of games, Tausch. We just, it was a different uh, level of pickleball that, okay. that I have played. I played so, singles, too. Okay. Well, singles, I've seen. You're a good player. Uh, do you wish you guys would have went intermediate? No. So there's what I would ask you as well. So I would have felt bad if we went intermediate and just cleaned house. <laughs> it's log roll, right? Everybody. You know, I'm like, oh, look at these two guys. They don't belong here. So I feel boat like we racing were... and log boating. What was lo- okay. steam training? Yeah, boat I, races. <laughs> I think you you never want to go somewhere. You, I would always much rather get boat raced than it not be fun and competitive. I'd rather be the person getting boat raced, but there's that's always the battle. And pickleball. I don't know if you've noticed this. Pickleball people, they're a little bit snobbish about who they play with. If you get put in the wrong group, you kind of get frowned upon and looked down. So we have a group here. There's a 4-0 and a 4-5. And if you try to play in the advanced and you're not good enough, you can sense people are basically saying, get out of here. Barrel roll. We don't want your kind playing with us. And it's the same thing. And then it's the 4-0s do the same thing to the 3-5s. And there's... Everybody wants the people to come play, but once it gets competitive, you want it to be competitive and tough. You don't want to be steamboating or steamrolling or boat racing or Barrel logging, roll. whatever it is. You don't want any of that. You want it to be competitive. Uh, I definitely, I definitely felt like, definitely felt like I learned a lot. You know, I was glad we, pl- I was glad we played up. What are we talking about? You learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I learned that. You always learn more in defeat. Yeah. You always learn more in defeat. Have you gotten Bill Stead out playing yet? No, not yet. Just here criticizing me. <laughs> Just here making That's what fun. It sounds like. He's mm-hmm. a I'll, I'll classic armchair pickleballer. <laughs> I'll, I'll, Those I'll are the totally worst play. kind of pickleball. No, Tosh, I, I get out there with the family. You guys are just a ton times better than me. I, you wouldn't enjoy it. That's fair. That's fair. All right, Tosh, we'll catch up again tomorrow. Boat race. Yeah.